What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Get Rolling Show. I am your co-host, as always, Phil Blevins, and I'm joined by Ian Azaretti. We cater our show mostly to entertainers and entrepreneurs, but we believe that our content can be beneficial to anybody who has big dreams out there. Right now you are listening to the podcast, but if you ever want to watch the podcast and see our beautiful faces, we post the podcast every week on our YouTube channel. In those YouTube videos, we also include weekly updates for the show and weekly industry news. We're also constantly posting on our social media platforms, so make sure you follow us just about anywhere at Get Rolling Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this episode, we are bringing on a former guest of ours, a very good friend. If you have been a longtime supporter of the Get Rolling Show, you know that our very first episode was with this guest today. But if you're new to the show, I'm going to give you a little rundown on our guest. She has claimed titles like Miss Ohio Teen and second runner-up to Miss America Teen. She has claimed titles like Miss Greater New York and this year, Miss Broadway. She has acted in two national tours in the theater world. She is an MC, a motivational speaker. She has spoke to thousands all over the country. You've seen her on Netflix, and most recently, you've probably seen her on TikTok. She has gained a little bit of TikTok fame that she spoke into existence the last time that she was here. Here to talk a little bit more about her success on TikTok and break down what it is that you can do to give yourself a little bit of an edge, please welcome our good friend, Megan Steer. <laughs> I'm counting down. Three, two, one. We're live. That's it. We're live. What's live. up, Megan? How's life? How have you been? Life's good. Been chilling in quarantine for a hot minute. How are you? <laughs> yeah, Megan, you, don't lie to me. I know that you've been like doing way more than most people. You traveled a little bit. You've been doing some stuff. By the way, she's TikTok famous now. The last episode, she spoke this into existence. <laughs> a burning desire, and it came to fruition. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted it, and I said it. I had TikTok for all of three days last time we talked. Wow. And was it really only three days? The, when, mm -hmm. the first time we talked? Wow. Okay. So relatively quick, I would say that you blew up consider all things considered. I mean, you definitely put in the work though, you know, cause like we all got you on TikTok and it's like, <laughs> she blew up know? on day four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So you have to tell us about, um, this whole, um, dying your hair black uh, mm -hmm. skit that we had going on. Can she we sold her soul to TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this? So this week I was like, I have nothing to do. And TikTok has changed their algorithm, which they do frequently, oh. but it has been interesting to learn how it works now. So I was like, all right, I'm going to let my TikTok followers dictate what I do for the next seven days of my life. And they all told me to dye my hair, different colors, all this stuff. And I thought, what's the most dramatic thing I could do? So I went black. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't real. But we used, some, we used like this root spray and sprayed yeah. it in my hair. And for a hot minute, I had a black hair and was a brunette. How did that I was, feel? Uh, did your life change drastically uh, in that time? I was a different person. I, I think my name was Taylor. And <laughs> I was a different person. Honestly, the makeup, the mood, I probably would have worn a different outfit every day. I could definitely see a Taylor, by the way. <laughs> How was the audience reaction to this? Because you did it for them. I did. They liked it. It did pretty okay. Okay. Uh, people were mad when I posted the next video with blonde hair 
Some people were like really mad. They wanted me to have black hair. Like they love, some people loved it. And other people were like, don't ever do that again. You're a blonde. Stop, stop this. So it was, it was one way or the other. Most people yeah. were pretty, I love it or I hate it. Wow. I mean, you're never going to please everyone. Do you find that's like pretty polarized? Like I would have well, a lot of your videos are pretty um, tame. I would say that would probably be one that sparks controversy, right? Cause it's like blonde hair or black hair or whatever. But do you, um, do you find that you're getting like a pretty split audience on some of the things you do a lot of the time? Are they all pretty much? 12 year olds on TikTok are mean. <laughs> oh, you always say that. <laughs> they are so mean. They just want to find every little thing and drag you down about it. And I just, I kind of, you just got to laugh. You're like, you are 12. What have, like, <laughs> I love, I love, I love the people who follow me on TikTok. They're great. But sometimes it's like those people and they're just like, well, you know, in real life, nobody actually, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, you're 12. <laughs> now do you have a, a do you have an analytics page which says that your entire fan base is 12 she just um, assumes i think <laughs> that she said that all pretty, they're pretty young i have a pretty young audience pretty female pretty young audience mm -hmm. so okay. that that becomes tricky because the content i kind of want to make isn't necessarily appropriate or won't um read to a younger audience you know like we would find it hilarious or like you know older people would find it hilarious but not so much with the people that are already following me uh -huh. which so it's like okay what 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 do 12 year olds think are funny mm -hmm. and how do i do that <laughs> what was the first video that really like blew up um so I was bored one day and we have like clay in the bottom of our lake. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to like, I've played with it before. I've done stuff with it before. I was like, yeah, I'll just record this, me mm -hmm. like making pottery out of this clay. Okay. Um, 13.4 million views later, it kind of blew up and that whole series blew up. Um, so that was like the first one to hit over a million and i was like whoo hello this is what it's like, like. <laughs> okay wow that's incredible yeah. how did you how many videos roughly did you make before that point probably like 20 like 20 okay yeah so i had it for a few weeks and was mm -hmm. kind of just watching what everybody else was posting and trying to see like what makes it on the for you page what doesn't what's interesting what do i personally interact with um, yeah. Did you notice a, um, <clears throat> a gradual increase amongst like the first 20 some odd videos before that happened? Or was it relatively stagnant across the board? And then that one just blew up. It kind of, so I had like before that I had this mini series of like cleaning out our lake that did okay. It would get like 30, 40,000 views. And I was like, I was like, cool. I, I thought, I thought I had reached my peak. I thought I was on top of the world. I was like 40,000 views, 10,000 likes. I am practically, someone give me a red carpet. Like I'm a star. Um, so that's, that's like, I thought that was cool. But before like that series, it was, you know, I'd get like, I always did relatively okay. Like I'd get a couple thousand views. 
even when I didn't have a lot for it. After that, it was like my next 15 videos all were over a million yeah. views. And I was like, what on earth is happening? Yeah. Do, what do you think, or why do you think, because you said you were studying what comes on the For You page, what things you interact with, et cetera. Um, and, you know, before you preface that, you're like, well, I was kind of bored one day. And so here was this clay. So I have to assume that there was a little bit of both, right? That obviously you're tailoring it in such a way to try and garter um, views and engagement. Um, but what do you think the reasoning is that that video in particular and then subsequent videos after ones that do well, um, do as well as they do? Yeah. So everyone kind of has their thing. And I think my TikTok doesn't necessarily have like a thing, which is kind of odd for TikTok. But that one, it was a multiple part series. So people had to come back to see what, cause like I physically couldn't do it all in one video sure, because yeah. it takes days to let things set, whatever, whatever with that. But so it was a multiple part video. So people had to come back. So they would save it like follow so they could see my next content. Um, it was, there was like a, a beginning, middle and end to it. So you could see people really like to see change. So watching like muddy water turn into a shot glass was really entertaining for people. Satisfying, not entertaining. It was mm. like satisfying to say like, yeah. Oh, it went from this to this. So having multiple part series, having something where you can see, you know, the before and after, and then also just like with my voiceover making it instead of and then I did this and then I did that I was like well then I did this I'm really not good at this I'm not an artist I have no idea what I'm doing yeah, but yeah. you know I tried yeah. and just kind of do being having a personality instead of being sure. I would say being yourself wow. right we're like how yeah. do you get TikTok famous she's like well have a personality That's <laughs> all you have to do be interesting yeah. <laughs> yeah have a personality and you'll make it on tiktok <laughs> basically you no. guys aren't making it because you guys are just dull boring and have nothing to offer so i just did the opposite <laughs> and had great success <laughs> so honestly if you're just like me you will be no i'm joking, <laughs> joking. Yeah. that's crazy and what's up with it? Have you guys heard like it's going to get like banned or something? What's going on? Literally with that? just going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's been threatened to get banned multiple times, but this time looks like it might be an actual thing that like people are considering. Wow. Um, so with the different privacy things and the, the way that um, TikTok is outsourcing a crap ton of money right now, I mean, it is, it's a billion dollar company. It is, they're making bank. Um, so the United States isn't really seeing any of that because it's not a U.S. company. Therefore, certain people in power are trying to get rid of it since we're not making any money from it. So in order for it to stay in the U.S., in theory, again, it's all, no one's really sure exactly what's going on, but in theory, um, a U.S. company would have to buy part of it or have partial share or some way, shape or form so that the U S is also, you know, benefiting from it. Really? So I'm not, I'm not sure. No one's really sure what's going to happen. Okay. Um, we we're told kind of like end of August is what everyone's kind of saying, but also TikTok was going to be banned multiple other times previously. Right. So no one really knows. Oh, do you have, um, see. 
any sort of contingency plan being that this time among others seems to be like it could be you know you need to take it a little more seriously is it like is youtube the play or are you just like ah this was yeah fun. have your, has um, your audience gone across like, platforms at all or things like that? um i probably gained like 1500 followers on instagram not crazy it's kind of hard to get them to transition from here right. to there unless you have a reason for them to um, because a lot, I found that a lot of people on TikTok, that's, that is their, so like where we had Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that. TikTok is the way they post every day, is the way they see what their friends are doing. Um, right. Not that they aren't on Instagram, but it's more, at least with my audience, it's, they spend all their time on TikTok versus Instagram or Facebook or anything. Like that's that. actually a really good point and one that I did not think of at all, which shows, uh, um, even though I'm 25, shows my age in a sense, right? Because like time is moving so fast. I, I tried to relate that where it's like, if you were coming up and we're, we're kind of in a weird age where we've kind of seen all of these rise to, to you know, prominence here. Um, but someone, you know, more like a little younger than us, if say like Instagram was their first big thing, right? And they hop on, they're like, the kids are at school and they're like, yo, do you have an Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And then that's like, if you told them, oh, make sure you guys are also following me on Facebook or mm -hmm. something like that, right? Where it's like, for them, they're like, uh, no. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's my reason to do that? Yeah. And not that Instagram has kind of gotten to that level, I don't think. So like, there's a small transition, as you said, but I never even thought of it like that. That'd be like, you know, if somebody was like, make sure you hit me up on MySpace, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like or something like, you know, I don't know. I just, I think you bring up an interesting point with that one that I didn't really foresee because I've had this conversation with people before where, you know, there's this, there's this argument that goes back and forth, whether TikTok is worth it for the sake of growing other platforms or if TikTok is only worth it for the sake of TikTok, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. take like Vine or something, for example, and you see like a lot of popular YouTubers and stuff nowadays that have, you know, rose to prominence and garnered their fame through their, you know, Vine or now even TikTok and things like that. But, you know, it's weird to think, you know, I, and you don't really see it much that like someone had a middle of the road following on TikTok and then transitioned that or it's that they were doing both at the same time. And you know what I mean? And one went, it seems to me, and I could be speaking out of ignorance here. I am speaking out of ignorance, but as far as I know, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like TikTok in and of itself had to be the main catalyst to get them to the pinnacle. And then they could jump ship to wherever they wanted. It's not like you could hit the middle of the road with TikTok and then, and then, you know, and then transition. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Just spewing thoughts. <laughs> that's pretty much, that's pretty much how it is. And it's, um, you know, remember when Instagram, I mean, Instagram's always changing their algorithm, but I know, you know, when Instagram was first starting to change the way we view things, the algorithm there, people were like, why are you changing it? Da, 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 da. It's kind of the same thing with TikTok. It, um, as they continue to change the algorithm, it hurts smaller accounts, helps bigger ones, mm -hmm. which was originally the draw to TikTok for so many people was like smaller accounts could still get seen. Um, not that they can't now because they obviously can it's just it's it's an ever-changing thing and with the people who you know like I said my audience is a lot younger not all of them but a lot of them are and for them it's like TikTok and Snapchat and that's the way they stay in touch right um, so it just it doesn't do this cross-platform thing even people who have millions and millions of followers on TikTok you can go to their Instagram and they'll have like 
400,000 followers and they have 12 million on TikTok with 400,000 on Instagram. And to me, those numbers just don't make sense. I'm like, how do you have, like, how do you have millions, but only a few hundred thousand, but um, it just, it's hard to transition those two platforms. Yeah. I'm actually really curious. Um, You, you've been talking about a lot how the, the algorithm has changed. Um, So for anyone who doesn't know out there being that, this podcast and this channel centralizes around creators of every type, whether they're actors, uh, YouTube, TikTok, you know, models, whatever the case might be for anyone out there. Um, understanding the algorithm, if you can, to whatever your desired platform is, is incredibly important to success, right? Is adapting to what that change is and then putting in the work to do so with a definite plan. So you seem to know, um, based off, you know, our conversation, how that's changed and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but if you could explain to anyone out there that's curious how TikTok's algorithm was versus how it is now in the best of your knowledge, because I, I, I don't know either. You say it's changed and I have no clue how it's changed. I'm curious to hear actually to learn. Yeah. So I don't know the ins and outs exactly of the new algorithm. I think everyone's still trying to figure it out. It's a lot of Googling and just trial and error on your own page. But previously it was uh, kind of set up like this. This isn't like simple terms. It was you make a video and then the first hour it shoots it out to between one and 500 people. Okay. And, um, sorry, my phone is, there we go. It shoots, it, 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 okay. <laughs> calling me and I don't know who, um, it'll go to like one to 500 people. And with those 500 people who see it, if they interact with it and they, you know, if they interact with it or they, show like positive stuff and it'll go to the next like it'll go to the next step which is like five thousand people there's certain people who view it it'll go to the next step which is like two thousand to ten thousand and so it continues to grow that way it would continue to grow that way based off of how much people like your content now no one's quite sure exactly how it's working but it doesn't seem to be it doesn't seem to be um, pushing out to new audiences unless it's already getting interaction. So that's why a lot of celebrities who like come to the platform after already being famous are doing well because they already have people who are going to interact with their uh, their stuff regardless. So it's a lot harder for newer content creators and newer people to, you know, just pop off Mm -hmm. because you know if you have 20 followers and even if every single follower comments and likes on your video that's 20 likes and 20 comments you have 500,000 followers and even a tenth of them like your video right you know it's yeah yeah I think that like most platforms just from from researching and like learning about them to grow that user base. Cause I mean, TikTok might be around for whatever, five years, but it's really only blown up in the last X amount of time. I think that that organic reach where like you can blow up without having a following is something that a lot of platforms do in the, in the beginning, I think, mm-hmm. at least to my knowledge, same way, like with Facebook back in the day, like you could post something on Facebook and it could blow up with nothing. And I think that like, at least by listening to to gurus and like people who give advice on that sort of thing. I think that's probably where they're at. Like now that they're, they're getting that money, like you said, they're a huge company now. 
and they've got a huge user base. Everyone knows about them. They've got influencers of their own and stuff like that. And now they don't have to necessarily do that same thing. I think LinkedIn, I know that's not as much of a social platform, but I know that LinkedIn and TikTok were like some of the two platforms, at least in the last few months, in the last year or so, where you could really get a lot of organic reach, where like your posts mm-hmm. could be seen, even on Instagram, like how, what's the odds you're going to be on the explore page or something like that? Right. You know, unless you're, I don't know. It's just, I guess, altering as the platform gets more users, maybe something like yeah. that. I don't know. I know a lot of people in the community are upset about it because that was one of the major draws to TikTok was like anybody can anybody can go viral on TikTok. Yeah. But I think the hard part is like taking how do you take that viral video and how do you then grow your audience from that? Because anybody, you know, anybody can have one video pop off. But how do you have multiple video pop off? How do you like start a trend? You know, how do you do all that? Take that that audience with you to other places too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's obviously, you know, it's a money thing. If I have, I would have to guess, right. Because, you know, as Phil was stating, it seems to be the running norm with a lot of these platforms that they give you this incredibly organic reach and the ability to, you know, to make it um, off of these. But then once they've established, like Phil was saying, that creator base and they have the people that are drawing like tons of views and money to the platform, it seems inefficient for them to, to devote time to, you know what I mean? To supplementing a lot, a lot of these smaller creators on the off chance that they will also blow up because people already blew up. Right. Yeah. At least that's the way I see it. And it's, it's sad um, in a sense, you know, cause it's definitely, it, it develops a hierarchy and a pretty cruel one at that pretty quickly. Um, so I think, you know, a lot of it, and I know this is easier said than done, but is seeing having an eye for when some of these new apps come on the scene um, to like hop on them quick and get on the train fast in the beginning and like hopefully be one of those people because it could become a charter. And that's not to discourage anyone that wants to, you know, here Phil and I are with a YouTube channel in 2020, you know what I mean? So like we're in it, you know, we're in the fray here. Um, so that's not to like discourage anyone, but it's, it's definitely, uh, it definitely takes a different type and set of abilities, you know, to get where you need to go. It's not just that, you know, your name could be pulled out of a hat and then, you know what I mean? Like here we are, um, which I find interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Megan, what else have you been up to and what is next for you? (laughs) So I had been traveling a little bit for work. I know with, the pandemic and everything that's a little bit out there and little some people think it's a little taboo to be traveling but you know when you gotta work you gotta work so I was in Texas I was emceeing an event for a week which was fun um and then ended up going with that group of people that we were emceeing with to Arizona um but now I'm doing a lot of virtual seminars for motivational speaking and stuff like that which is different. It's definitely hard to do. You know, I do a lot of freshman orientation for colleges Mm -hmm. and I speak at those and it's definitely hard to to, uh, speak to an entire incoming freshman class of a thousand students over Zoom, but (laughs) we try and make it happen. So I've been doing a lot, a lot of that. Um, There's been, you know, nothing set in stone yet, but there's been talks of you know, 
restarting pre-production for a few things that I had my name attached to. Nothing, no one really knows yet with that. There's been talk of restarting our tour in the upcoming months. No one really knows. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's kind of just a lot of, um, you know, hurry up and wait and sit around and right. wait for that phone call and hope that someone says, like, we're starting again. And you're like, I am ready because I've done nothing for some time. <laughs> Wow. A lot of, I see a trend here. A lot of, we don't know, but hopefully this, but yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Hope, hope for the best. Yeah. But I think yourself. everyone's in that boat. It doesn't matter what industry you're in right now. I think everyone's kind of in the boat of like, we don't know. So yeah, just wait. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's good that you're taking, and I mean, we've talked this, this topic comes up with virtually every guest we've had um, being that when we started this, we were in the midst of quarantine. Um, so this always is a topic of discussion, but the ongoing trend that I see amongst all of our guests really is that in light of the fact that they're not able to fully work on, I guess, um, some of the things that, you know, they normally would just due to limitations on and constraints on, you know, social distancing and travel and all that kind of stuff. But each and every one of them are doing something to work on whether it's another path or refine their skills when it comes time to, to get back on the saddle again um, and just keeping busy, you know, which is something that I can't stress enough. Um, you know, there's plenty of examples of it. I know that like uh, Sylvia, we had Sylvia on at one point, she was saying that she, she had like the speech coaches and things like that. And she was like really hammering that down. She said that was like a weakness of hers. So she was really trying to remedy that. And, you know, there's, there's all other, you know, sorts of people as well. Like Marco was writing a lot more. He had more time to do things like that. Megan blew up on TikTok, <laughs> you know what I mean? Which like is, is definitely a thing. No, seriously though, because it's like, you know, people always, and now I think we're past it, right? Where I would hope at least for people our age where it's like, you kind of scoff at that, at that, you know, which, you know what though? I say that with a grain of salt. I hope it's like that, but like there are plenty of people still that are like, okay, like YouTube, TikTok, you know what I mean? Like I grow up, you know, when are you going to, but it's like, it's a legitimate thing, you know, and we see the work that you put into it. So it's, it's no, you know, it's easy for you to take that discipline and transition it into whatever and pivot into whatever you need to do. You know, now you're doing it with the, with the job that you have. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. And it's important, I think right now to understand that there's, you know, a lot of people, especially in any form of the entertainment industry, performer, writer, producer, anything like that. A lot of people are struggling financially so finding different avenues like tiktok being able to say like yeah I, I mean not that i'm making bank from tiktok but to be able to say like oh i've made money from it or doing xyz it's it's a different way to just fill fill that financial void as right. we are all trying to you know a lot of people can't just go back to their day job of being a server because they're only keeping two servers on at every restaurant so you, you got to find different ways while also trying to stay like mentally in it for creators a lot. It's hard to not be creating. It's hard to not be involved for them. So uh, I think it's important and maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but um, you know, I think it's important to find ways to, if you can mix the financial part with the creative part, you know, like why not do it? Even if it is TikTok, which I, and full honesty laughed at anybody my age on TikTok before I joined. So 
<laughs> you know. Humbling. <laughs> <Come forward. laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's but anyway, Phil, you got anything? I've already rang or drive with questions. You know how I am. I never shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost out of time, but uh, Megan, remind everybody where they can find you if they didn't see the original episode with you. Where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on TikTok uh, hey. at, at Meg McKenzie S or Instagram at Megan M. Steer. Love it. Cool. Love Make it. sure everyone is following her. Now, a petition sure. for TikTok not to be banned. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> don't like TikTok get banned. <laughs> no, don't do it. She's going to have to go to like Instagram Reels and nobody wants that. <laughs> nobody wants to be on Instagram Reels. What is that? <laughs> oh, oh man. man, that's awesome. Megan, thank you for your time. Seriously, it's always a blast. It's always hey, a blast. thanks for having me. I love it. Absolutely. All right, guys. All right, guys. See you next Until time. Until next time. <laughs>